Hello and welcome to Talking Trading. I'm Caroline Stephen. Ever wondered where the idea of the morning journal came from? Louise Bedford, who's a writer as well as a share trader at heart, espouses the importance of doing the morning journal in order to reach one's full potential. It was Julia Cameron in her book, The Artist's Way, who made the morning pages and other creative tools a human potential movement across the world. Cameron herself is an award-winning poet, filmmaker and author. She's written over 30 books and she's collaborated with her former husband, Martin Scorsese, on the production of three films. This interview was recorded via telephone from a remote part of Santa Fe where Julia lives. So please be patient with the sound quality of Julia's voice and listen past it to her pearls of knowledge and creative insight. In this interview, I sincerely hope you enjoy the wisdom and experience of Julia Cameron. Julia Cameron, all the way from Santa Fe in the United States of America. Hello and welcome to Talking Trading. Hello, I'm glad to be here. It's just incredible to have you on the show, Julia. You're an award-winning poet. You're a playwriter, you're a filmmaker, and you've written 30 books in total. You are most well-known for your book, The Artist's Way, which has sold over 4 million copies worldwide. It became a phenomenon and a movement that's enabled millions of people to realize their creative dreams. Whether you're a home-based mum or an entrepreneur and share trader, you say that the key is creativity. Julia, what led you to writing The Original Artist's Way in 1993? I think I would have to say it was my temper. <laughs> uh, I was angry that artists were being bullied, and I thought, I'm going to write a book that will help people to stand up for themselves. So it, it wasn't any... Um, high-minded spiritual quest it was a temper tantrum a temper tantrum in 250 pages <laughs> yes <laughs> the artist's way is about recovering from creative injury what is creative injury well it can come in a lot of different forms sometimes it happens uh, that you have a teacher who is competitive with you and put your work down. Sometimes it's a family member. Uh, a lot of times parents worry about their children. Uh, and so if you say to your parents uh, that you want to be, a, let's say, a writer, they may respond, oh, sweetheart, don't you feel you might need something to fall back on? Something that earns money? <laughs> right. We have a mythology that tells us that artists are broke. And it's been my experience that as people work with their creativity, they actually become more solvent. That's amazing. And I'd really like to get to that later in the interview, prosperity and creativity. But for now, I'd like to talk about the tools that you recommend people use to recover from creative injury. What are they? Well, I would say there are three basic tools. And uh, the first one is something called morning pages, 
which has three pages of longhand morning writing that you do first thing when you wake up. And it's just as anything that crosses your mind. I'm tired. I'm crabby. I forgot to call my sister back. I didn't like the way John spoke to me in the meeting yesterday. I wonder what's going on with Clarice. Uh, and uh, they just are like taking a little whisk broom. I don't know if you have that expression, whisk broom. little teeny broom. Uh, and you poke it into all the corners of your consciousness. And you collect sort of the dirt and debris that has been hindering you. Uh, morning pages are a form of meditation, and they put you in conscious contact with what I would call uh, a benevolent force in the universe. And it's as if you say to the universe, I like this, I don't like this, I want more of this, I want less of that. It's as if you're sort of sending a, a telegram uh, that states your position. And then once a week, I ask you to go out and do something fun. And it's interesting because people will take to the morning pages, which are work. But if you say to them, now I want you to go have fun, they're like, fun? Oh, dear, I can't do that. And the second tool is called, called an artist date. And it's got two parts to it. One of them is artist, so it's something that interests your inner creator. And the other part is date, so it's something that you look forward to and you plan ahead of time. When I wrote The Artist's Way, those were the two major tools that I knew about. But now it's 20 years later and I have a third tool, which is very simple, and it's walking. I've discovered that if people will take themselves out on a 20-minute walk a couple times a week, they integrate the insights that come to them from the other two tools. So there are three basic tools, morning pages, other states, and walking. Okay, so let's go through each one in more detail. The morning pages, why is emptying out the chatter in our brains so important? All right, the first part is why is it so important? Uh, and that's because most of us have what I would call a negative voiceover uh, that goes with us through the day. It sort of dictates to us what we can do and what we think we can't do. And when you get the negative voiceover onto the page, you're free to create. It needs to be done longhand because when you write longhand, you open up more neural pathways than when you write on the computer. So people will a lot of times say, oh, Julia, but I write so much faster on the computer. And I would say, well, fast is not exactly what we're after. We're after depth. So uh, if you do morning pages by hand, uh, it's as if you're driving on the, on, on the highway and you see an exit sign and you go, oh, there's my exit. Wonderful. If you're writing by computer, you, you go, oh, my God, was that my exit? <laughs> and why do they have to be done in the morning first thing? Well, according to the Jungians, we have about 40 minutes uh, when we first wake up where we're close to our waking consciousness. Uh, and if you write your pages in the morning, uh, what you find is that 
you're provoking, clarifying, comforting, cajoling, prioritizing, synchronizing, all these very powerful, positive things. If you write your pages later in the day, you're talking about a day you've already had and you're powerless to change. So we write them in the morning because they set us up to have a positive day. And have you found personally the morning pages transform your creativity? Yes, absolutely. Morning pages are very powerful. Uh, And I have um, an ex-husband whom I used to teach with, and I recently said to him, do you still do morning pages? And he said to me, whenever I get in trouble, (laughs) I said, well, don't you think if you did them, you might not get in trouble? That's why we're divorced. It's almost like they're a form of prayer. Yes, I say they're prayer or meditation. Let's go to the artist date. Now, part of going on the artist date and having fun is the fact that you go on your own. Why is it important to go on your own? Well, what you're trying to do is woo your own consciousness. It's uh, it's a romantic ideal. Uh, And when you go by yourself, you have a much more intense experience than when you go with someone. Like if if you go to a movie with someone, you're always watching the movie and you're also watching what your friend thinks of the movie. And wondering if they like it and hoping they like it and hoping they're having a good time. That's right. And if you go by yourself, you have only your own consciousness to deal with. Could you provide some examples of what an artist's date might be and look like? Sure. An artist's date can be something very small. You can go to a floral shop uh, and admire the flora and fauna. You could uh, go to a children's bookstore and look at books on your areas of interest. You could go to a glass blowing studio and learn how to blow a paperweight. You could go to a travel store and get a sense of the immense choices that we have when it comes to traveling. It doesn't need to be a very polished or adult or high-minded event. Uh, It just needs to be something that enchants you. And walking has become an integrated tool for you. Where do you walk and how does it help you? Well, I live in Santa Fe uh, at the end of about six dirt roads up the mountain from the city. Uh, And so I go out in the morning and I walk along the dirt roads oh, for a half an hour. And it's always uh, dramatic. I came across two snakes recently walking, and I thought, oh, dear. (laughs) I didn't realize we had so many of those here. Let's move to uh, to prosperity. You've said that a creative person is frequently a prosperous person. What do you mean by that? Well, I think that we have uh, a tendency to, to wonder that prosperity has to do with our fiscal bottom line. So we tend to think, 
Well, if I had a half a million, I'd feel prosperous. <laughs> and what I have discovered is that prosperity actually has to do with your spiritual bottom line. That when we have a sense of well-being, we have a feeling of prosperity. So it's a question of how much faith do you have in the universe that asks the question, am I prosperous enough? How do you develop a prosperous heart? I think it has to do with self-care. Self-care. Yes. A lot of times uh, we are sort of um, cheap with ourselves. And what I say is try to learn to spoil yourself just a little. And that as you spoil yourself a little bit, you begin to feel more prosperous. So it doesn't need to be something expensive. Do you have raspberries? We do. Raspberries don't cost very much here, but they give you a great sense of luxury. (laughs) They do, don't they? (laughs) And blueberries. (laughs) And blueberries, yes. So anything that develops a sense of luxury internally. Yes, will help you with your prosperity. And there's a tool which is very important called counting. Uh, And counting is just what it sounds like. You count all the money in and all the money out, and you just jot down a note to yourself. Uh, You know, I spent $2.45 on raspberries. If you keep counting, it's a tool of observation, not judgment. So you learn if you're spending. uh, A lot of times we, we think we aren't prosperous, because we're not spending money along the lines of our true values. Uh, And when you count, you begin to notice, oh, I'm spending a great deal of money on coffee out, and I actually would have enough money for theater tickets if I just curtailed my coffee habit for a week. I see. So spending money for our true values. I'm going to give you a couple of sentences, and can you fill in the blanks of the sentence, the end of them? A happy, prosperous artist looks like... Me. <laughs> what do you look like internally? Well, I, I get up every day, I do my morning pages, I, I write my pages longhand, but then later on I work on the computer... Uh, and I go for a daily walk, and I go for artist dates, uh, and all of that, that gives me a great sense of well-being. A blocked and unprosperous artist looks like... A blocked and unprosperous artist looks sad. You know, we have a mythology that tells us that it's difficult to create, But once we find ourselves doing the creativity tools, we realize that it's actually far harder to be a blocked artist than it is to be a prosperous artist. You must have so many stories of recovery because I know you teach so much the the creative process and you're so prolific yourself. What have been a couple of standout stories of inspirational students or from yourself about the creative healing Well, I had a a student come to me and say, I used to be an actor, but now I'm miserable. (laughs) 
and I'm afraid to audition. And I said, start doing morning pages. Uh, and the student began doing morning pages. Uh, and now it's five years later. He's directing theater. He's acting in theater. He's uh, scouting for major theaters to see new plays. Uh, he's happily engaged with his creativity again. And it all began because he started doing morning pages. Have you got another story? I had a woman come to me and say, Julia, did you ever have anyone go crazy from doing your tools? <laughs> and I said, no, but there's always a first time. So let's make a deal. You'll work the tools, and if you um, start to go crazy, you'll get a therapist. So she said, I've always wanted to be a writer, but I'm afraid to write. So we came back to class two weeks later, and she'd been doing her morning pages writing, and she handed me a brown envelope, and it was a short story. Uh, I read the short story, and the bad news was that it was a short story about incest. Uh, and I said to her, do you think it's possible that you're unblocking memories? And she said, yes, I do. And I said, well, I think you should keep your deal and go to a therapist for a while. So six months later, I got uh, a big envelope in the mail, and I opened it up, and it was a play. And there was a little note inside that said, Dear Julia, I am now an award-winning playwright. Oh, my goodness. Julia, you must have stories and stories like this because you teach so many people. Right. And I get notes, uh, and I get people who come up to me and say, your book changed my life. Well, you changed your life. Tell us, what creative writing are you working on for yourself now at the moment? Well, I just finished another book two days ago. So I'm sort of breathing in and breathing out and thinking, what shall I do next? Do you have a final message for our listeners? I want to say to you, please try morning pages. Uh, they will change your life. It's impossible to do morning pages and not have a spiritual awakening. Julia Cameron, I'm so humbled to have interviewed you. If people want to find out more about you, where do they go? JuliaCameronLive.com JuliaCameronLive.com And the book is The Artist Way. Julia, thank you for coming on to Talking Trading. Thank you. You're very welcome, Julia. And that's all we have for you today, guys. Stay tuned next week for Mark Waldman on Neuro Wisdom. I'm Caroline Stephen, and on behalf of the team... Thanks for your company. See you next week. You've been listening to TalkingTrading.com.au with Caroline Stephen. Make sure you are subscribed to this website to receive the very latest market views, commentary and expert opinion. Tune in next week as we've got a bumper show planned. Bye for now. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regard to your own situation.
Want to know the hottest sectors in the Aussie market? Now's your chance. Download my free Hot or Not special report from tradinggame.com.au slash hot or not. That website again, tradinggame.com.au slash hot or not.